0: What's going on, guys? It's Chauncey here, and welcome back to a Pragmatic Podcast. Today, me and Kai sat down to talk about COVID protocols and sports, specifically high school sports, because those kinds of protocols affect us a lot. Considering the fact that we are two athletes in the same exact sport, uh, we talked a lot about um, different kind. Of, well, yeah, different kinds of protocols, different kinds of rules that affect different athletes. Because a lot of the times, we found, or I've found, that high schools are forced to treat athletes differently due to the. the Amount of contact that they have. Specifically, we talked a lot about uh, socially distanced sports, sports that are naturally socially distant, naturally socially distant, like tennis, which is a sport that we play. Um, but yeah, it was a very interesting conversation. Before I uh, uh, give you guys the intro, I do want to um, emphasize the fact that both me and Kai are very pro mask mandate and pro vaccine, um, which is something when it comes to the general population. But we do have uh, a few, not really differing views when it comes to uh, uh, vaccines in high school sports. Um, but yeah, this is a really interesting episode to record and uh I hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. What's going on, guys? It's Chauncey here, and welcome back to A Pragmatic Podcast. After a long break, we are finally back here today, and we're going to be talking about something extremely interesting. But before that, I've got Kai here. So uh, Kai, say what's up to the folks at home? Hey, guys. What's up? So today we're going to be talking about COVID nineteen precautions in sports, specifically high school sports. So we're going to cover mask wearing. We're going to cover vaccines. We're probably going to cover social distancing and what you should do uh, to um, which, what you should do with someone who already has the uh, COVID nineteen virus, but who still wants to compete. Um, and yeah, we've we've been talking a lot about this lately, and we know that we have some differing opinions. So yeah, it's going to be uh, very interesting. Kai, you want to get things started?
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, so just starting off with some basic things. Um, Right now, U.S. is currently has had 54 million total coronavirus cases and eight hundred forty four thousand people who have unfortunately passed away. Yeah. And although it's not, it you know that's not all Omicron. That's not all. You know, it's it's not just because of socially distanced sports. It's a very scary number, and we should do everything that we can to try and lower that number, especially on with the newest spike, which is just rocketing up in America and, and going to already pass the largest spike of COVID cases we've had all um, in this entire pandemic. Um, I just think that when it's something so serious, we need to take it very seriously, and it's easiest and best just to say socially distance sports, um, non socially distance sports, no matter what, Keep your mask on. We don't want to risk
0: it. Yeah, I mean that—that's a fair way to say it. But um, we're—let we're, me uh, clarify—we're both tennis players, so this is a conversation we've been having for for quite a while. Um, but I—I I don't really understand why, if some players, if it impacts their. Uh, the way they play, if it impacts how well they're playing, and if they're having trouble playing in a mask, if they're in an environment where they can take it down, and they're not near a coach, they're not near a player, if they're playing singles, which most people do, I don't understand why they should be mandated to wear a mask.
1: It just, yeah, I mean that's that's a good point. It's it's not, it's not expressly like dangerous, but at the same time. You know, if you're in a restaurant, right, by yourself, um, and or not not a restaurant. Restaurants a bad example because everyone's eating. But um, if you're like in a public space, right, by yourself, and you take off your mask, and then another person comes, and then another person comes, right, there is a kind of a gray area where it becomes dangerous again, right?
0: And well, yeah, was- I, I, I hate to interrupt so- you, Kai. I just want to point out that we're, we're not talking about that. I completely agree. I think that that you should be masked in any public space I just we're talking about just yeah. socially distant sports
1: but then in sports it can you can kind of get similar right like you you having to say all right and once you get near our coach you have to put your mask back on yeah
0: I right? you
1: know it, it seems a bit it, it's definitely a bit weaker than just you know hey man put your mask on because personally I I remember playing tennis in the summer or mm-hmm. or I don't know if it was the summer directly this summer or more close to the fall. But I remember being on a uh, part of a tennis club that was indoors and outdoors at one point as well. Yeah. And both times I was able to wear my mask. It it, um, it was hard to breathe, but I, I got through it. And yes, it may have affected my playing, but you know what? In the end, we were much safer. And uh, I feel like that, that risk gain of, okay, yes, I'm a bit more, I'm like, maybe I'm not hitting as hard as I can. But I'm wearing a mask. is is a, a trade off
0: that I was I thought was positive. That's fair. Um, I I think yeah. Indoor environments are are very different because obviously they've done a lot of studies and and the the actual particles can stay around for for a much longer amount of time because of the lack of airflow when it comes to indoor spaces. Uh, and so I do agree with you. I think that we should be wearing masks in indoor spaces, no matter how much it impacts the way we play. But I think when we're outdoors. And when it, you know it impacts your play and when you know it's hot outside, when you know that you need to do well in order to, to get to the next run in a specific tournament, I think that you should be allowed to maybe just let down your mask until you change over and see the other guy or until you talk to your coach. I, I, don't, I don't see the problem with that.
1: All right. um, You know, I guess from my perspective, I, I would definitely say you are a much better tennis player than I am. Thank you. you. <laughs> and you presume that I presume that you have had more experience, especially with the, this specific part. You have more experience playing tennis with a mask on versus wearing uh, without a mask. So you are more in tune with how you play with or without mm-hmm. that that kind of you know uh, thing in front of your
0: mouth, right? Yeah. And. Again, from my experience, I've played pretty
1: hard in the past. I, I, I personally do tend to sweat a lot, which mm-hmm. is really gross when wearing a mask. Yeah. And I can agree. tell that it's harder to breathe. But when I need to, I just like, you know, like breathe like Darth Vader, you know. <sighs> you know, and, and it's, it's a bit weird, but I can still get the oxygen to my, to my lungs. So, so I guess I and, and different people do have different needs. So in yeah, that way I will be willing to say, all right, you know, some people do, it could af- affect their performance greatly, but you also have to consider that that your opponent's going to be wearing a mask, right? And you can assume that it's also not benefiting them. So if both of the players have, you know, this sort, this, this, from my perspective, this small handicap, then it's going to affect both your playing and maybe it's not going to be as exciting of a game, but it's going to be fair. And it's, um,
0: sick now this is a that you just made a good point there and if, if there is a specific mandate both players would be wearing a mask and that you know I, I'd feel much safer going into that environment because every time I, I, I take out a racket every time I I play a match I really am risking it if I'm not wearing a mask outside specifically because I do wear a mask inside um, but I th- one of the issues with that is that for example last year our school had a mandate and I was completely fine with it until I realized that none of the other schools had a mask mandate. And it seemed like it would have been okay. And then we got to our matches and it was significantly easier for a lot of those players to, to play long matches. I saw some of our guys have a significant amount of trouble keeping up their endurance and stamina in those long matches in comparison to their opponents when they were in like three-setters or, 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 or tiebreakers, um, Even in doubles, that was the case. And it was just a significant disadvantage for us, and that's why the school ended up actually taking away that mask mandate, which is not something I was in favor of at the time, um, but it, I could see why they did it. So what do you think of that, I mean, it, that it may put people at a disadvantage? Yeah, so that, that,
1: that's a bit trickier. Um, from my perspective, I mean, I have to also think about you know all oh, is is because is, oh, um all right sorry sorry quick tangent just to just to address some things about um, what my perspective on virus as a whole. Um, the the latest variant is of course Omicron. Um, from what I've been hearing, that all pretty much all cases mm-hmm. are uh, Omicron now. Delta, which was um, more was the one it was the variant before this. Was uh, is pretty much just wiped out because Omicron is so rapidly spreading. I've also heard that Omicron isn't as deadly as as uh, Delta, and yeah. that even with the, the super high amount of cases, overall um, hospital hospital um uh, like
0: hospitalization hospital are going
1: to fill up as bad. Yeah, Um, but I I don't know. Maybe, maybe with how many cases we're having, they could wind up filling up just as bad. Um, But so you know, if a tennis player does have Omicron, it's it is, and they aren't wearing masks, there is a you know a somewhat decent chance that another player could get it. Yeah, and but even then, it might not wind up affecting people that bad. So. There could also be and this is just a me, there could be other policies like after tennis matches, get tested, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you're not wearing your mask and you're hanging out and you're doing these this this activity where you're playing other players, it, it is a good idea to get tested even if it is it is a relatively social distance sport. Because tennis is probably besides like golf, one of the safest to play uh, during the COVID pandemic.
0: Yeah, if you could call a golf a sport. <laughs> um, but I, I, I agree with you. I really do think testing is extremely important. And the NBA and the NFL, uh, who actually have a significant amount of data on the effects of mask wearing and and testing uh, that they've used to influence their COVID-19 protocols uh, over the past few years, uh, have said that if you test specific vaccinated players specifically once a week, which is what the NFL does, and unvaccinated players, I think, multiple times a day, it creates a significantly safer environment for every single person, because if you're being tested multiple times a day as an unvaccinated person, the probability that... That that a false negative is going to actually impact the people around you and and allow you to transmit the disease to them decreases significantly. Um, and so testing is, in my mind, is actually the most important thing that you can do, with the exception of getting vaccinated. I think that that the school or our school specifically should start providing tests for all athletes. Yeah, so that's uh,
1: definitely a good idea. Um, and yeah, and then uh, not to play the devil's advocate, but just to bring yeah. up a, you know a single issue with that idea is that it, it will start costing money. I mean, uh, as far as i at home, uh, testing kits on the low end cost about 15 bucks. Yeah. And at the high end, it costs, you know, 25, 30 bucks. And that's definitely an expense that, you know, the school doesn't want to spend. I don't know if the school can get cheaper ones. I don't know if, like, doing mass nasal tests winds up being. Um, cheaper I, I haven't looked into it much but um at just specifically getting athletes at home testing kits would you know rack up to be thousands of dollars uh, like every season
0: that's true what, what other measures do you think would would uh, uh allow us to have like a similar impact on safety
1: uh well this one's definitely a bit controversial and one that we haven't brought up to today but um if covid cases get too out of hand, which they already are
0: pretty. They definitely out of are. hand. Yeah, um,
1: just canceling sports. You know, it's it's ultimately, it's it's important to some. It, I can see how it's important to some kids, but it an education is is just as important. and We're able to do that at home, need be. Uh, sports you can't really do at home very well, mm-hmm. and it's it's very social. It, it, you know, the definition of sports is pretty much, you know, with another person, right? You, yeah. you have to have another person to, to, to really be in a sport. And if need be, just, just cancel them. Because if it gets out of hand, if too many people are, are at risk, it's, doing sports is less beneficial to, to me or anybody else. I, 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 You know, it's more beneficial to me or anybody else to stay safe, stay at home rather than participate in these sports
0: yeah i mean
1: like at the moment uh you know i don't think that's necessary it's if it gets if we get another variant that's just like omicron just spreads just as much the vaccine isn't effective and it's killing people like you know 25 percent that that would be ridiculous that would be you know we need to stop sports
0: yeah i i think the The one issue I have with that is that there's no option for people who say have been working at the sport their entire lives and and are looking forward to the season as an opportunity for them to show what they have for college coaches.
1: Part of right, you you have been working on tennis your entire life. For me, it's just been something yeah. that I picked up during high
0: school. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, I I have been I I've I've played tennis since like I believe I was four years old, and it's 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 a really big. It's it's a, a, a really big part of my life, but I, the issue is it's it's just a, it's a problem with balancing safety. Like you were talking about, Kai, and you made some really good points about canceling sports and the fact that this has been your life for a, an extremely long amount of time. And I don't know. That's that's something I had to grapple with last year, and I mean, in my sophomore year, when when uh, when tennis was canceled, and the entire tennis season, I was. A, about to have a really great season it seemed like so it was it was really upsetting and I think the problem with that is the fact that there's really no if, if you could be the most responsible person if you've worked on the sport for your for your entire life if you're if you're the captain of the team if you are, are the number one player you could be the most responsible person when it comes to COVID. and then sports get canceled and you have absolutely nothing that you can do and all of your hard work just goes down the drain. And in my mind, that just, it just seems unfair. But in the end, I, I do think that you have a point, Kai. If, if it does get really bad, I agree with you. Sports should definitely be canceled. But it should really only be used as a last resort. But I think that a more fair measure that would be... This is also pretty controversial. It would, it would give people an option to be responsible and to actually play their sports um, while keeping everyone safe is to ban unvaccinated players from playing in sports. Or at least create a vaccine mandate,
1: which unfortunately I, I, I will I, I, is is unfortunately very political, and I'm not
0: saying it's extremely political. Just, yeah, which is like uh, vaccinations shouldn't even be political, of course. Of course, I, you know. I agree. I've, I've
1: been doing. Um, I'm still not like fully educated on the how the vaccine was developed and everything, but you know, from what I see now, it's, you know, I, I've learned a decent amount, and it's. Clear that this is just somehow a somehow media companies are just, or, or maybe not even a lot of media companies, but a lot of politicians are just loving this division that they are sowing with with vaccinations and whatnot. And it just seems really silly, you know. Like I don't know how, yeah, so many Americans got this idea so firmly planted in their heads that it's, you know, a, a matter of their entire freedom. And it's just kind of like, man, you know, where did we, where did we go wrong? You know, how did, exactly. How did this, Gets so political because I don't think there's another country. Well, there's I guess there's smaller versions of this as this kind of political division in other countries as well. But yeah,
0: it's just kind of crazy in America. Yeah, and I, I think that that the thing with when it when it comes to vaccinations, I think that you should be allowed to believe whatever you want. But when it comes when it starts to impact other people, action should be taken. I think the Supreme Court actually uses. A, Kai, you were in AP Gov, so you may you may remember this. Um, but the the Supreme Court, I can't remember what it's called, uses some sort of rule that if your liberty and your actions have a negative impact on the the liberty of other people, then they're deemed as dangerous. Now, don't quote me on that, but I I believe that the Supreme Court uses some sort of rule like that. Um, and I I think that 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 it's important to recognize that even though you should have your liberty and you should have your freedom to believe what you want, if you're not getting vaccinated and then you get a dangerous variant and you spread it to a lot of vaccinated, unvaccinated people, that's your fault. That's your freedom. That's your liberty impacting other people negatively, no matter what you think. And I think that at this point, like the NFL and the NBA have done a wonderful job of this. We should start making the road to vaccination seem or the road of vaccination seem much more pleasant than the road of unvaccination, if that makes any sense. Unvaccinated people should have to get tested more. vaccinated people should, should, should be in tougher protocols. It's not just for safety, but it gives them an incentive to get vaccinated. I think that's one of the smartest things you can do without taking away their quote unquote freedom to, to believe that they should be unvaccinated.
1: Yeah. And and. um, and as well, just adding on outside of school and whatnot in sports, um, you know, uh, requiring to show your vac- vaccination card at restaurants and um, and other public places. Like I went to the Joffrey Ballet a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. we had to show our vaccination cards. Right, those are those are all all kind of in that same line, and I I do think that that's a good step forward, even though it does
0: mean a lot more work for the, the uh, foundations like the, the, um, yeah, the- that's true. I believe a lot of European countries have been doing similar stuff to that. For example, the, uh, uh, the French have instituted what's called la passe sanitaire, which is basically uh, if you're vaccinated, you, you, have, you get a, a little pass, kind of like our vaccination cards in America, that allows you to go into different public buildings. And if you're not vaccinated, you are banned from different public and private buildings. I don't believe it's all of them. I think there are certain areas in which you can go. But you lose a lot of privileges. Um, and rights when you uh, are un- choose to be unvaccinated. Um, I, I think we uh, uh, we should take. I think we're we're almost our conversations coming to a close, don't you think, Kai? Yeah, yeah, I
1: agree. I think we covered a lot of good points in a, in a quick
0: amount of time. All righty. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, let me just reiterate that both me and Kai are, are very pro mask. We're we're very protesting. We're pro vaccine, and we this is just a, a frank conversation about how we should deal. With uh, uh, um, COVID and socially distant sports that we play, so thank you guys for listening. When
1: it comes to socially distance sports at at high school, we're pretty much only talking about tennis. I mean, every yes, other sport true. has has a significant um, more amount of contact than than any of that I can think of, at least.
0: Yeah, indeed. Um, but thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm sorry we haven't posted in a while, but we will continue to p- try to post monthly if we can. Um, But yeah, um, uh, thanks. Have a good one.